Welcome to this podcast on encouraging yourself in the Lord. It's so important at this time to keep our focus on the Lord, upon his word, upon his promises, upon his life that he has given us. The injunction in Ephesians 5 is more important than ever to be filled continuously with his spirit. I've been reminded of that critical moment in David's early life when he was leading his band of followers and everything went wrong. When he went out on a raid and came back and discovered that his families, his their wives, their possessions, everything had been taken from them by the Amalekites. And David's discovered on his return this desperate situation and even his close followers sought to, dis- to, to stone him. And he himself was grieved because he had lost his family, his children, even his wives. And it says David was greatly distressed in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. Such a calamity for his mission. Something looked as though it was coming to an end. All the words and promises of God and anointing on his life looked to be running into a dead end, as it were. And then we read these words in verse 6. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Other translations say David encouraged himself in the Lord. And at this time of, of crisis and so much uncertainty and fear around us, there are two things we need to do. We need, firstly, to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Unless we are being built up, unless we are being encouraged, we won't be able to encourage others. And that's the second thing that we need to do. We need to be an encouragement. We need to be people who've got their eyes on the Lord. So I just want you to think about how one encourages oneself in the Lord. What did David do in these desperate situations where he just chose not to consider the circumstance he was in, not to consider the animosity and enmity of the people around him who were thinking seriously of stoning. And and that's not a radical, that's not a sort of um, thought-through thing. When someone's going to stone you, that's in a fit of rage. They're going to be picking up the stones. They're not thinking things through. But what at that point did David do? Well, in other Psalms... It talks about lifting your heart, lifting your eyes, lifting yourself to the Lord. At that point, David reminded himself of of who his God was. He reminded himself that he had heard from God through the prophet and directly. He reminded himself of the word of God. He would have reminded himself of 
the fellowship, the intimacy, the previous times God had saved him. As we know, he fought the lion. He'd fought the bear. He'd fought Goliath. He'd seen God do remarkable things. So he chose at that point to fix his eyes upon the Lord and to lift them off of that situation around him. And he encouraged himself. That was not just a mental encouragement, but also in the spirit where he would have drawn from God's spirit that was upon him. I'm thinking very much also of that passage in Jude. There's only one chapter in Jude, it's Jude 20, that reads as follows. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring to you eternal life. Build yourself up, dear friends, in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. There's sometimes a prayer that is with knowledge, with understanding, with a deliberate purpose. As as at this time we pray for our health service, we pray for our government, we pray for our neighbourhoods, we pray for our schools, we pray for our friends who are um, working in the health service and they're working in the schools. And we make our requests known to God. But there's also a praying in the Holy Spirit where something deep within us connects and communicates with God. It's a cry of the innermost being that connects with the living God who lives in us by his Spirit. Romans 8 describes this as as the groaning or the intercession of the Spirit within us. There's something deep within us that cries to God that communes with him. There is a gift of the Spirit by which we speak in uh, a heavenly language or maybe the language of angels. Um, And it's the only gift which is described as strengthening ourselves. In 1 Corinthians 14 verse 4, he says that he that speaks in, in an unknown tongue strengthens himself. And it explains in verse 2 of that chapter that because he's speaking directly to God. We don't have necessarily knowledge of what we're saying as we pray in the Spirit, but there is a strengthening, there is an edification, there is something from heaven that's deposited in our spirit. But you, beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit and keep yourselves in God's love. It's an interesting thought. We know that God loves us. We know that his love is constant. We know that his love is faithful. But the writer here says, keep yourself in that love. It means don't let anything unsettle that love and that peace that you have from God. Whether it's the news or whether it's a report, just constantly remind yourself of his never-changing, never-ending love. And the psalmist, in many cases, in many places, talks about being honest and open with God and, and, and not hiding your feelings, as it were, from him. 
And sometimes there was great strength in saying to the Lord how you feel and inviting him to come in and to strengthen you. Psalm 56 verse 3 says, When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God I trust, I will not be afraid. So there's a dialogue with God, there's a, there's a communication, there's um, an invitation to see him as he is. And in verse 10 of Psalm 56, it says, In God, whose word I praise. In the Lord, whose word I praise. In God, I trust, I will not be afraid. And the word of God is so vitally important to us at this time. It's, it's, it's an imperishable word. It's a word that's living and abiding forever. What we're going through now in a global crisis, that will change. It's like the glory of man. That will fail. But the word of God abides forever. And we're putting that, our trust in God, we're hiding that word in our hearts. The psalmist says, let me hide, I will hide your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And in Colossians, it teaches us to let the word of God richly dwell within us. So this is an invitation to go deeper, to draw closer to God. It's not ignoring what's going on, but it's being real in a sense of God hasn't changed. His word doesn't go up and down with with circumstances, even so our emotions do on occasions, but it's drawing near to God. And the psalmist is such a rich place to go because it's an outpouring of life. Psalm 94 talks about a man who's feeling opposition, who's feeling things coming against him. He's feeling the oppression of wicked people around him, evildoers. And in verse 17 he says, Unless the Lord had given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. And he says, when I said my foot is slipping, your love, O Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. And sometimes it can feel like that, that, that things around us falling away and, 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 and can't be dependent upon. But when my foot is slipping, your love, O Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. And there are many scriptures that, um, that are good for us to encourage ourselves in God with. David, as you know, spent many years being hunted and, and being chased and um, hiding, as it were, in the rock or caves. When we were in Israel recently, we spent some time looking for the cave of Adalim, and we saw a number of, of caves which men and women could shelter in and, and hide in. But but David has this, if you like, um, relationship almost, as it were, with the rock, where he saw God like a rock, like a cave, 
And uh, in Psalm 61, verse 2, he says these amazing words. He said, from the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And as we find ourselves taking refuge in God, he is bigger than we are. He is stronger than we are. He encompasses us. He envelops us. He is the rock who is higher than I. And he goes on to say, you've been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. So Psalm 61 is another psalm of David. And so we encourage ourselves to see God as our place of refuge in this time. It's not that our conversation is arrogant or our conversation is boastful or flippant or unrealistic. It's just that we're putting our trust in God, the maker of heaven and earth. And when things are difficult around us and inside of us, we strengthen ourselves, we fortify ourselves in God so that we can be a strong encouragement for other people. And again, a Psalm of David brought from his experience of those rocks and caves where his life was being sought by an army of people. He says in Psalm 32 verse 7, You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. You are my hiding place. God hides us under the shadow of his wings. So we learn to encourage ourselves in God. But also you'll notice he said, you surround me with songs of deliverance. And you may not be a singer, or you may be, but there's something powerful that God has given us through the sung word. It somehow goes deep into our spirits. It somehow penetrates places other things can't penetrate. And it's good as we worship God in the spirit to let those songs of deliverance come around us. There's a wonderful song called Christ Alone, Cornerstone. The weak made strong in the Saviour's love. Through it all, through all the storms, he's our rock, he's our strength, he's our protection. And so I just want to bless you with, with this encouragement to one, encourage yourself in God. Pray in the Spirit. Sing out the truth. Hide his word in your heart. And pray, be honest with God, how you're feeling and invite him into your emotions to strengthen you. And be blessed in the love of God. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.